Welcome to It Starts With A Click. I'm Olivia Bossick, fashion photographer and educator, and this is a podcast for fashion photographers looking to build their business on their own terms. How are you? I'm so excited about today's episode because it is with Anna Clark, who just so happens to be my best friend. Uh, Anna is a Cornwall-based website designer, and she's also a graphic designer, and she builds brands for people. She's incredibly talented, and she knows a heck of a lot about websites, how to make them work for your business, how to make sure that they attract the right clients, how to make sure that it's a beautiful experience for your client to be on your website and so much more and I felt like it was really important to get someone on the podcast to talk to you guys about websites because let's face it as photographers we all need to have websites these days so why not learn how to make them the best websites they possibly can be so I really hope you enjoy listening to this chat I will see you on the other side hey Anna hello how are you Good, thank you. Thank you for having me on your podcast. I'm so excited. This is the first time I've ever recorded a podcast in the flesh with someone. Yeah, same. It's kind of weird. Yeah, (laughs) so I don't know how the sound is going to be, but I think it's going to be good. We've tested it and it sounded fine. Yeah. So it'll be fun. Um, So introduce yourself please okay um, it's quite funny because if you don't know me and olivia are kind of best business buddies we always hang out you'll probably see me on her instagram and her socials all the time um so it's funny that i'm introducing myself to her right now but that's fine um i am a website designer a freelance website designer and brand designer based in cornwall nearby olivia hence why we seem to have found each other um and um yeah i work for uh doing websites for creatives and small businesses here in cornwall as well um but also around the world and um yeah i also write a business blog and have a business podcast called the freelance fix uh, where i talk about all things business marketing um and freelance life and things like that as well so yeah. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. That's that's weird when you introduce yourself next to me, yeah. but it's it's <laughs> that's what you do. <laughs> okay. So, how did you Okay, I'm going to talk about why I've got you here because yeah. I think that some people might be listening and thinking, "Well, great, but she's not a photographer." Um, the reason I've got Anna here today is because she knows a lot about website design and as photographers, especially fashion photographers, well, any photographer, you need a great website, and Anna knows a lot about making a great website. So, thank you. How did you get into graphic design and website design? So, I used to work as a marketing assistant for a software company, um, and I found it kind of boring. I really wanted to work for myself, and I've always been quite creative and liked drawing, and I've always been quite geeky as well, and I wanted to learn how to make my own websites. Um, So I kind of taught myself that on the side while I was working at this company. Um, And eventually I kind of got into graphic design as well. I downloaded Illustrator, went on a course, taught myself that, and realized that actually I'm quite good at this, I quite enjoy it, I would like to start doing it for other people. So I set up my business on the side whilst I was working for the marketing company, uh, working for the software company doing marketing. Um, And it kind of went from there, obviously with my background 
in marketing. Um, I found it quite easy to get myself out there and promote my business. Um, so I soon had clients coming in for doing things like logo design and designing their websites. Um, but yeah, I just taught myself really. I didn't mm. go to uni to do it or anything like that. Yeah, similar to me in that I taught myself the basics of photography and kind yeah. of stumbled on it accidentally and then realised that you could make a living out of it. I did go to uni though. Um, but yeah, it's just similar kind yeah. of way we both go into it, which is cool. Um, so I wanted to talk about creating a good website because... It's really easy these days to make a website, but I think it's not necessarily easy to make a good website. Sure. So can we talk about what the essential components of a good website are? Sure. So yeah, like you say, it is quite easy nowadays. You can just log on and go to um, a platform like Wix or Squarespace, which is what I specialize in is Squarespace website design. And they're fairly simple to get set up and get um, up and running with one of the templates that they've got. Um, but as you say, you do need some certain essentials. There's a lot of things that people miss when they're doing it themselves. Um, so I guess one of the main things for me would be um, having clear ways to contact you and connect with you, um, not just a contact form. It's actually, and I'll get into talking about some of the legal requirements with having a website that people miss um, in a minute, but um, it's actually illegal to just have a contact form on your website with no other way of contacting you you also need to show your email address or some other way to get in touch with you as well um, a contact form isn't enough because they sometimes might not work um, and you just need to give people another way to contact you so having clear ways to contact you is really really essential obviously that's the main thing you want people to be doing when they come to your website can I add something about yeah. the contact form as well because I personally if I go on a website and see just a contact form with no or you can use my email address yeah. here I get annoyed because sometimes I want to send attachments yeah and you absolutely. can't do that with contact forms no. so if someone wants to email you and they've got like a brief they want to attach and all you've got is a contact form and you've yeah. never put, displayed your email address anywhere they can't do that yeah so that's just a really small and you're extra. never quite sure if it's got there or not and whether to trust people's websites I guess whereas mm. when you've sent it from your own email um kind of software you kind of usually know that you've done it right and if you don't get a bounce back then you've um, it's got to the recipient so yeah clear ways to contact people is so important um, and also to connect with people um, either through having a blog where you can be more personal and show kind of the behind the scenes of your business or sending people to your social media as well so they can learn a bit more about you um, but other than that, having clear call to actions on your website. So you want people, when they come to your website, you want them to know what um, exactly what you want them to do. So, for example, buy a product or get in touch with you or sign up to your newsletter or comment on a blog post. You need to give people those directions so that they know what to do. Um, kind of like signpost them with buttons and things like that mm. um, in a really clear way that makes sense as well um, throughout your whole customer, your um, visitor journey on your website as I well. I just updated my website yeah. with that guy. I was um, in London over the weekend. You don't know this. No. <laughs> and um, I was speaking to a friend who's in production and she got my website up because we were just chatting about my business and she recommended that I add a landing page at the start of my website 
which had two buttons, one for just photography and one for education. And ah. my website itself hasn't changed. Yeah. But all I've done is made that landing page mean that if someone who is literally just interested in my photography, they are not going to get confused by my blog or my education yeah. stuff. They're just going to be taken straight to my portfolio. At the bottom of my portfolio, there is a contact form. If they want to see the About Me stuff, they can click. That's really easy to get to. Yeah. But it's just a really easy signpost for someone. That's awesome. And the next That's thing such as a good well idea. is I've added that education button so that if other photographers land on my website and they want to see the education stuff I have, it's super quick and easy yeah. for them to get to that and they're just taken away from each that's other. That's awesome. And I think that's also um, a great idea for photographers in general because I know a lot of you guys tend to do lots of different things, whether it's um, you've got like a fashion photography strand or you've got a wedding photography strand or portraits, things like that. A lot of people start out doing loads of different things mm. and maybe having like a cover page or a landing page when people first go on there so that you're not having separate websites, but when people click that button, they're taken straight to the relevant bit rather than sometimes when people land on your homepage, you want to get across so much yeah. um, that it can be a little bit overwhelming and there's a lot of options on there. Obviously, there are ways to streamline your homepage to make it better, but that could be a really good tip for photographers who've got yeah. lots of strands. I was just with really what they do. struggling with my homepage yeah. for that reason because I just felt like I had so much to try and cram into one thing. Yeah. That when I I've taken away the homepage mm. almost like it's still there, yeah. But you don't really see it or you don't necessarily get taken to it, yeah. From the get go, that's really interesting. That's a great point. But yeah, call to action so that you're making it really clear what people should do next or which area of the website that they should be on, mm-hmm. um, depending on what they need. Um, obviously, and I'm gonna say this not just because you're sat here, but great photography is so important. Either um for your portraits and for your about page and things like that or just brand photography showing what you do showing your products showing your services in action it's so so important to have clear high quality photography that really shows what you do um and And a good portrait of yourself yes oh my god that's like a top thing that's my final point is (laughs) for your about page um, an about page is so, so important and something that people really underutilize a lot um, because really you, especially when you're a solo business owner, your business is about you. People are going to want to invest in you as a person. So it really needs to be clear and show um, exactly who you are. And if you don't have a photo of yourself that is clear and professional um, or professionally done, it doesn't need to be just like a plain white background Mm. headshot it could be you in your favorite place or doing one of your favorite hobbies having that is just like such an important way to people for people to be able to put a face to your business so yeah that's really key and also on your about page another thing that I would say is essential is some kind of social proof so um, either a testimonial um, from someone uh, your a case study some awards or maybe logos of um, places you've like media you've been featured in or clients you've worked with things like that is really really important as cool well. that's really really cool and what about things people get wrong because it's really easy to make mistakes when you're making something on your own so what are the biggest mistakes you see photographers slash creatives mm-hmm. making on their websites so like i said having a photo of yourself is so so important and key um yes sometimes I get sent kind of like selfies from clients who want to put like 
a phone quality photo of them on their about page which I guess is better than nothing but really it should be a temporary measure it doesn't cost a lot in terms of business investments to get a professional headshot done um, I don't know what sort of price that you've ended about up 250 yeah about pounds. 250 pounds which in the grand scheme of an investment for your business I'd say a headshot is so important like you don't just use it on your about page either you're going to want to use your headshot for your social media to put a face to your name you can use it on instagram linkedin if you ever get nominated for any awards or publications people usually want a professional headshot as well so it's an investment that's really going to take you through not um not just your website but other things as well so that's a really big mistake i see people doing is putting up selfies or putting up nothing yeah um, which is really annoying um making it clear about exactly what you do um i think it's easy when you're a photographer especially to just kind of use a portfolio as your home page and just have um a lovely beautiful stream of images but it doesn't really tell people exactly what you specialize in um so having something when people land on your website saying exactly what you do what you offer how you can help them is really important um, just so that you're not kind of uh, looking a bit vague on there when people land on there and they're like, yeah, this is a beautiful portfolio, but what? how can you specifically help me? What's different about you yeah, to everyone else? Yeah, what's different about you? Um, and then one big thing which I said I would uh, talk about quickly is the legal stuff. So when you're DIYing a website, it's really easy to not include all the legal things that you actually need to include on a website because no one tells you um, as a website designer I've had to do the research myself and I'm kept up to date with the law about what you need on your website and how you need to run it um, but actually as just a normal business owner who's trying to do it themselves you don't just get that news in your inbox from from where I don't know but yeah you need uh, things like a cookies policy a privacy policy that's really clear all websites now in the UK at least need to have a cookie pop-up to um, allow people to have consent on their website. Olivia's I don't laughing. have that. It's really quick and easy to set up on Squarespace. We can do it in literally two minutes a Cool. Minute. Know what we're doing after this. Yeah. So you need to have a cookie pop-up that um, makes people give consent um, to have cookies placed on their um, browsers when they're looking at your website. Um they can opt out or they can just click OK and feel free to browse the rest of your website. Olivia, you're not too bad because I know that you've got a cookie and privacy policy on there because you've used my template. Um, so you, as well as the pop-up, you need to also have an actual full policy, which is GDR compliant that says, you know, people what you're actually going to do with people's data and um, how you're going to manage it and also give people the contact details to be able to ask you to give them the data that you have on them or delete their data things like that so it sounds complicated but there's loads of templates that you can download online for um, UK GDPR compliant um, cookie policies and privacy policies so that's really important um, you also need to have a terms like a general terms and conditions page as well um, this is something that loads of people miss out you might have a privacy and cookies policy but you might not have um, a terms and conditions page which is all about um, disputes what happens if something goes wrong on your website um, what happens if someone wants to um, make a complaint about data and privacy on your website you need to have those terms on there um, as well um, and I think that 
is just about it what I will cover in this um, podcast episode. Yeah. But if I, anyone yeah. wants to know more, you've got a website which is fully. Yeah, sort of... there's a blog post on my website. I think about legal requirements um, for having a website, which might have more detail on Great. that. But I'll, I'll those are the that. key things that people always miss cool. and the big mistakes. Yeah. So. I'll link to all those things so that everyone can go and have a look. And don't panic, you're fine. It's just, yeah. make sure you've got them covered. And if, like Olivia, you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh crap, I don't have a cookie pop-up. If you're using Squarespace, it literally takes two minutes. I think it's in the settings um, area. WordPress, you can download um, a plugin within two minutes that will add one. So don't panic. And also cookies and terms and conditions templates are available throughout the web. Um, either paid or free so um easy takes five minutes of research but you need to have it on your website yeah cool no stress (laughs) are there any websites out there that you've seen that you've really loved because i know that people love to see like inspiration yeah it's a hard one because it's something that i ask my clients when um people book a project with me i want to get to know kind of what uh, design styles resonate with them and what they like so I always ask my clients but I rarely ask myself and I don't really keep I should keep like a bookmark list of websites that as I'm browsing the internet I find and I think look really great but I don't um off the top of my head I know that I love Jenna Kutcher's website Mm -hmm. it's stunning I think you showed me it like about a year and a half ago or something and I was like wow um it's just it's a custom show it site or a yeah. custom site um, and I'm sure it cost probably tens of thousands of pounds I don't know um, but it's it's beautiful it's very dynamic mm. um, it's quite feminine but that's not um, really one of the reasons why I like it there's just loads going on loads of uh, different it's really interactive yeah really interactive there's like little quizzes you can do there's things to scroll around little videos to keep popping up um, yeah you could spend hours on there Mm. I'm sure her bounce rate is like nothing because uh, people just want to spend ages on there so I love her website um I also really like the Glossier website um that's one that clients keep sending to me as well so it's quite minimal but they seem to have got their branding and their personality across in different like pops of color and um through photography as well um and then I will say my own website because (laughs) I What's really important to me is that when I design sites for my clients, the whole point is that you need to have a website that you love and that you want to shout about and that you want to say to people, oh my God, look at my website. Um, And that's why I'm including it here is because I do love it because I've spent time on it, but I also know that um, it's right for my audience. I want to shout about it. And that's exactly what a website should make you want to do. Just tell people that you love it. I hope you love yours. I do. I, I'm constantly tweaking mine. Yeah, and I, same. I, I'm, all, I'm sort of, I'll, ha- I'll be happy with it for like a week and then I'll be unhappy with it again. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it goes, it's a living, breathing thing. Definitely. Yeah. I would definitely say that. Um, what can photographers do to stand out on their websites? Sure. So um, I think showing your personality and you as a person is really key because, again, as a solo solo business owner, um, people are really investing in you and your personality. So getting that across somehow, whether it's with um, a blog um, where you talk about kind of behind the scenes things and you show a little bit of insight into your process and your actual 
personal life even um, or by having like a really interactive Instagram which I know Olivia does really well um, her Instagram captions are always like really engaging and she's got a good community for her Instagram stories as well where she shows behind the scenes and everything um, so that's uh, really important just like get your personality across um, and including dynamic content so what I mean by that is like on Jenna Kutcher's site where she's got loads of little interactive things you can do obviously that can cost a lot and if you're not into tech and coding then that seems like a big ask but even things like having a video on there mm. you've got a video on your about page I think yeah, which I is kind of an interview with I think it's Melanie Chadwick yeah. is it um just having an interview and making something for something someone to do on your website is really nice including illustrations or like more kind of handwritten text or drawings um and including images of your process as well. That's all kind of more dynamic than just, you know, here's a block of text, here's a picture of a product, here's a block of text kind yeah. of stuff. So, yeah, including something like that or just, yeah, just getting personality across, I think, is the best way to stand out. And also um, piquing curiosity with headlines and questions and really talking to the visitor of your website um, with rhetorics and questions and yeah getting them involved cool yeah i think i need to think about questions and how i sort of use headlines better maybe yeah something to think about yeah just saying just saying something like um something that's a bit unexpected yeah. and making people think oh that's a bit odd i'm gonna read on mm. um there was a website i found the other day that did that really well but i can't remember right now but cool yeah. that's a good thing to think about okay I'm going to ask you some quick fire questions. Okay, I'm normally, ready. Normally they're all about photography, but I've tailored them to you. Thanks. So there's fewer of them. Because <laughs> I'm special. <laughs> so what's your favourite software? Um, Trello. <laughs> I bang on about it all the time and I've got like a billion blog posts on biorosanna.co.uk all about how I use Trello, but... Oh, it's just so good. If anyone so doesn't good. know what it is, what's Trello? It is a project management software. It's completely free. It's online based. You can access it on your laptop from anywhere in the world. Um, there's an app as well. Um, it basically allows you to manage pro projects, create editorial calendars by like creating lists and moving cards around of your to-do lists mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, you, it's got, great. you got me on Trello. And yeah. I do love it. I use it a lot. Everyone I show it to is hooked and it's free, which is fantastic. Yeah because so. a lot of them are so expensive yeah i think a lot of people use asana and yeah. i think you do have to pay for that i'm not sure i think it's free to a certain extent yeah um i think a lot of these people use it as teams and i think yeah. with trello if you want to have team members that's when you start paying okay yeah sure but as soloists yeah. you're fine to just it's use that fantastic. on your own yeah. that's great uh, favorite person to follow on Instagram apart from me um, <laughs> because of you actually I'm really hooked on watching Alice Benham um, you sent me her a few months ago and I just watch her stories constantly she's so relatable and um, really funny to watch as well I love um, her but she's Tilda mornings yeah moment. exactly <laughs> she's yeah she's great and she's just really wise as well like um, she's got some really awesome thoughts about branding and um, she's an yeah. online like marketing and digital coach I think coach, yeah. yeah yeah but um go follow her on Instagram because you'll soon be hooked she's yeah. she's great yeah she's cool um favorite place to be in the world um kind of biased because we live here but Cornwall um and I more specifically than that 
around Falmouth, which is where we both live, um, which is nice to say to be able to say that your favourite place in the world is where you live. Yeah. Definitely a bit of a privilege, but you can't really beat being by the sea and in the countryside. So yeah, cool. And I've kind of already asked you this favourite tool to help you with your business. Is there anything else other than Trello? Um, well, in order to run my business, I need adobe illustrator and all the adobe programs Mm. so i guess adobe creative cloud but um yeah there's many many more that should be a future podcast episode okay through all our softwares and productivity things okay yeah we can do that (laughs) um and where can everyone find you and stay up to date with your work um so i have my website which shows my portfolio and my services that i offer which is byrosanna.co.uk um there's also my blog on there which is byrosanna.co.uk forward slash blog and you'll also find a link to my podcast which is called the freelance fix um and on my blog and on um, my podcast i share kind of tips and advice on all things business marketing branding website design um, and you can find the podcast on iTunes podcasts as well if you just search the freelance fix um, and Olivia features on there quite a bit as well or will be um, in the coming weeks so um, that's really exciting as well and on Instagram sorry I'm still plugging myself still go <laughs> on Instagram I'm at by.rosanna um, as well but that's the last thing I promise <laughs> thanks for coming on my podcast thank you very very much for having me Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of It Starts With A Click. If you enjoyed it, please come and let me know over on Instagram at Olivia Bossett, that's my handle. If you'd like to learn more about fashion photography in general, then head over to my website. It's www.oliviabossett.com. I blog weekly all about fashion photography and I also have a huge free resource library, which is full of free downloads. Downloads include a pitching email course, which is a five-part free email course, um, all about pitching. There's an ebook, which is all about using Instagram and Pinterest to market your business. And there's even an email template file of how to pitch yourself it's word for word. It's the email I use when I pitch myself to brands. So go and get that. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on whatever app you're using to listen. And make sure that you don't miss future episodes because they're going to be amazing. I will see you next week. Bye.